Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time and we'll say 11.30 to 12.30 Australian Central um, Daylight Savings Time. I'll tell you why we added the time zone in in a second. But first and foremost, 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and for that matter, any First Nations people all over planet Earth. And we acknowledge that all the lands on this large island and surrounding smaller ones were overwhelmingly stolen and never ceded, and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. I'm Sally Goldner. I'm your host for Out of the Pan. I use the pronouns she and her, and welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Um, opened up today with Goanna and Factory Man because it is the 40th anniversary of the release of the Fantastic Spirit of Place album this week and um, Goanna were playing some gigs in Warrnambool and Geelong over the weekend. I hope they do come up to the big smog and um, give us a concert up here. Um, would be very, very awesome. Heard an interview with Shane Howard um, on community radio during the week. Um, introduce my guests in a second but lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Out of the pan 855 at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, or queries, as we like on this show, um, for um, our guests or for me. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Remember any opinions I express on the show are my own and not those of any organisation with which I have been associated or are currently associated. You can also write to the station PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. May possibly, just I'll do a general warning, um, If I don't think there's any um, likely um, content warnings today, but if you do need assistance at any time, QLife including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, 1-800-184-527, Rainbow Door 1-800-729-367. And I specifically chose um, don't want to be a factory man because, well, despite what some people um, you know, sort of think, we can't, um, some of us, particularly trans women, don't never wanted to be men because we weren't. And it's my pleasure today to be joined on the show by four people um, who are all about an exciting, um, we'll say, documentary that they want to make, and we're wanting to talk about that as well. Um, and one of them is a trans woman. And um, it is my pleasure to welcome a number of people to the show. Perhaps just do a quick um, round the boards, as they say, to talk about um, the um, the documentary that is um, going that we're going to talk about, which is um, the love of it. And um, so perhaps I'll just get a quick round the boards. Um, let's go. It's a bit like a it's a bit like a telethon here. Let's let's go first to Gail and Lizette. Um, welcome, Gail and Lizette. Hi. Um, I'm the set. Um, I live on Ghana land, and my pronouns are her and she. Which is like a chocolate bar, her, she. Because I'm sweet. <laughs> I like it. Um, I had some good jokes about um, they, them, which I'll have to try and find um, um, as, as the show goes on. Um, so welcome and welcome to you both, and um, welcome to um, Gail as well. Yep. 
Hi, I'm Gail. Pronouns are she, her. And I'm from Ghana land. Yeah, and both sitting next to each other on the same Zoom. And we're joined by the um, two people from, well, as they say on those 70s game shows, cast and crew, um, for the love of my life. Um, first up, um, we have um, the director, Francesca. Welcome to 3CR. Hi. Thank you, Sally, for having me. My name is Francesca, and uh, the pronoun that I use are her and she. And I am talking from NARM. So, yeah. Hi, everyone. And last but not least, um, the um, producer of the film, Trevor Graham. Trevor, welcome to 3CR. Hi, Sal. Thanks for having me on the show. Hello to your 3CR listeners. I use he, him, and uh, I'm on the Gadigal land of the Eora Nation in in New South Wales. Oh, we're all over today. I didn't realise that, um, which is really awesome um, that we have such... Um, broad representation and thank you all for acknowledging the lands that you're on it is so important well I always like to start when a project comes to mind what was the sort of um, was there a moment of inspiration for the um, film The Love of My Life Um, does anyone who wants to jump in can start first and um, then we'll um, go around the boards again again, any order Um, so anyone want to go with that first Gail I'll start um I love speaking on radio. (laughs) Um, Lizzie and I went to a conference in Melbourne and we were introduced to Fra by um, a lovely woman who actually made the conference happen, Living Loving Diversity Conference. Ah. And we had a story to tell and we hounded Francesca at every opportunity (laughs) to say, please make our story. Please make our story. And six weeks later, she rang us in Adelaide and said, "I'll make your story." Well, that's that's and, a sorry. Go for it. Uh, and it was born. <laughs> there it was a really good start, Lizette. Anything to add there? There's <laughs> nothing to add to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have one question to ask. Let me guess the woman who introduced you wasn't a person by the with the first name Maria, was it? <laughs> It was indeed. Yeah. Dr. Maria, as I call her. Yeah, the awesome. The doc, the awesome Maria Pauti Caroli, an absolute legend in terms of her support of rainbow communities and diversity generally. Um, Yeah, hashtag hashtag awesome human, as they they young people on social media would say. Um, Francesca, um, you know, you you were the other person in the introduction, so I might um, pop over to you. Yeah, well, so um, I was just honoured to be asked to do something like that. And, um, of course, Maria was the, you know, she she introduced each other. And then I was, I mean, it took a bit to me to to say yes to Gaily Lizette, only because I said, whoa, this is a huge huge responsibility. Mm. So I... You know, I, I had to think about a bit. And then I said, look, you know, I I love to tell stories. And I'm also very, very <laughs> curious about uh, their story because I don't really know much about transgender identity. So I thought that even for, even, you know, I am cisgender, so I thought it was very interesting to, to tell their stories. Also for me to discover about more about and to share with other people like me that maybe don't know 
And and the reason that pushed me was like because I think they are I always say to Gail Elizabeth, they are brave to share their story, but I know they wanna open a conversation and I think it's very, very important for all of us to to talk about, you know, um diversity in, in general. So I embrace their project and then uh we we have been working since two thousand eighteen because I met them uh, the, after the conference in Melbourne, when Maria introduced us, I traveled to Adelaide for their engagement party. Oh. Then they came to Melbourne. We spent so much time filming, chatting, interviewing. And then at some point, uh, just before COVID, I was like, okay, we have already a lot of material. So we need to find a way to, because, you know, it's a long and complex story. The, the life of these two is long, complex, and there is a lot of stuff to tell. And luckily, we met Trevor. because Well, actually, I've met Trevor because I've been working with him in a different project in one of his projects, one of his documentaries. Um, and then I told and Trevor, as probably many people know, he's a... Um, uh, very well-known director, documentary director in Australia. Actually, we are co-directing this documentary. And I said, Trevor, I have this beautiful story. I have done a lot of stuff. And he said, okay, show me. So I show him what I did and what we together with Kelly Lizette put together. And then Trevor, probably I would say, now it's your turn to continue the story. Go for it, Trevor. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's my cue. Um, well, I saw some of Francesca's footage and I saw the potential for uh, a documentary story, a, a good, compelling documentary story. I, I saw that, I mean, I'm responding purely to video footage that Francesca had shot. I saw two women who have um, a really incredible life story life journey that they have been on and they at a certain point in their lives had the very good fortune of meeting each other and falling in love and ultimately getting married last year and so i thought this was potentially a very good uh love story that opens the door on a number of human rights issues to do with the experience of being transgender women and I put my brain to work as to how this could be funded and brought to fruition as a story and I guess what attracted me to the story was that this was a story of two uh, I want to find the, the nice way to say this because I, I, I mean it genuinely, but it's an older age love story. It's, it's a love story of two transgender women meeting at a later point in life. And we, we do see some transgender stories, but they're usually about younger people. Mm. Um, what I liked very much about this was that it was an older person's perspective and love story and that that then brings other elements of romance and life story to the story that you're bringing to an audience so that that was my initial attraction to it and then I met 
um, Gail and Lizette, and I fell in love with them too. Um, and, you know, here we are in the, the midst of making it. We, we still need to raise some money, very importantly. Um, but there is a, a guaranteed outcome of an audience. It's going to screen on the ABC next year uh, as part of the World Pride programming that the ABC is putting together. So Gail and Lizette's story will reach a national audience and I hope that we make a sufficiently strong film that the audience that sees it falls in love with Gail and Lizette too. It's as simple as that. Well, look, I think it will be a very big platonic platonic um, sort of love affair, um, which is really good. And um, the link that I popped into the promotion on social media for today has where you can get to the How to Support the Project, which I'll um, mention again before the end of the interview. Um, but it is really important. Um, you know, Gail and Lizette, I mean, come back to you. Um, I mean, it's your story. I'm going to use the phrase... Are you able to give? Also, I'll use the phrase "give a couple of." I'll say teasers, but not teasers, but not spoilers about the film and your life journeys. That um, perhaps you know the sort of things that um, you know sort of come into the film, and perhaps even things that you find are really, really important as well. And I, I agree. With, by the way, Trevor, very much. We need stories of older um, rainbow people, definitely. But mm. um, I'd like to hear from you know, Gail and Lizette because it's, um, as I say, it's it's obviously your lives. Thank you. It is our lives. And when we met, it was a typical U-Haul event. Like, uh, you know, like we met one day, got to know each other over a period of time. Then we had our first date and then we started living together on the same day. Oh. So it was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and it's lasted and will last forever. Our story is really like, um, it's not all roses along the mm-hmm. way we certainly had our fair share of what unfortunately we term transphobia mm. so we highlight that uh, there's a, a number of issues that uh, rise throughout the documentary and i think it's, it's really important that people yes it's a beautiful love story please watch it for that but please watch it so that you can see what we actually go through in everyday life and what I had to do to get married is really Mm. important. Yeah, so um, for me, I think it's really important to obviously share a story of an older person. I never think of myself old, of course. Um, (laughs) But one of the things, too, is is our wonderful land of Australia um, is a federation of states, so each state has their own particular rules about certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say too much because it's it's hopefully that part got into the documentary. Um, but there were some hurdles that um, Gail had to jump through that because she was born in a particular state, um, I didn't have to. So there was a stark difference because we're a federation. Each state's make their own rules about certain things. So even after... Marriage equality was passed. Mm-hmm. We still couldn't get married. Yeah, I think that's you've highlighted something really good there, and I think I'll, I think I'm going to take a guess, but um, you know, marriage equality was, we'll say, getting that federal law in December 2017 yes. obviously removed a major barrier to couples other than M on one birth certificate, F on the other, getting married mm-hmm. and having marriages recognised, but. 
Then we, the, some states and territories had to get rid of laws that got rid of what was called, um, we used to colloquially call forced divorce, um, mm. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. No, a big barrier. And then finally, um, all of them, some had it done beforehand, but some um, had um, needed the you know, federal law to get over the line before they could tidy up the state and territory laws and make it all match. So very, very true. And of course, some um, other issues, of course, are that you know, with eight different sets of laws on birth certificates, it's only, I think it's fair to say that only five out of eight have what I'll call above pass mark birth certificate laws at the moment. And we mm-hmm. haven't heard any real major signs of progress in those three that need to, you know, get above the, above the line, so to speak. Um, so look, I think you've already touched on some issues and I'm also a great believer that a couple of things, we need stories. I think we need to have balanced realism and hope. I think that if you do too much cheesy optimism, it's toxic positivity and that's not true, but you know, also have to give a lift. And I think that it sounds to me like what you're sharing is very much humanity. You know, two two stories, each of your own, and then, well, there's a third of how you come together, which is um, very good stuff. Yeah. Can I add something Go, Francesca. to this, Sally? I think it's very, very important that um, another thing that pushed me uh, and, you know, to embrace this project, and I still feel, even when I, when I hear talking about all these important things that we all have been saying. It's like, this is a story also about diversity in general. Mm. There is something that connects me with Kelly Lizette in a way, because um, at this stage of my life, I am, I was born in Chile. Uh, my parents are Italian and I am also Australian. Mm. And, you know, when I meet people uh, in the street, even when bad things happen, people a while ago, I was on the tram and I was saying something to a woman that was screaming against to a, a young boy that was in the tram doing something that, you know, he was just he was just moving too much and she starts screaming against him. And I say to her, hey, mom, so, you know, relax. He wasn't doing anything wrong. And she said to me, go back where you are from. You are not Australian. You don't have a say. And I was like. Sorry, I have an Australian passport. I am, I am Australian as you are. Something with this little story, what I mean is like, um, because I've been living in different places and my identity is pretty fluid, I, I don't like it when people guess who I am or what I am or where I come from, right? And they put labels on me. With Gale Lizette, I think this is one of the, of the first things that I felt when I was talking with them, the pressure they hold their, their entire life they had about, you know, the society telling the, them who they are. You are, a, you are a man, you have to do this, you have to get married, you have to do this, this and that, while they were not feeling comfortable with the label that society was putting on them. Of course, the impact on Gail and Lizette is and their lives is much stronger than probably what I had in sense, in, especially in the mental health space. But what I think is like, this is a story about also diversity and the need to stress that, you know, we don't need labels anymore. And it would be great if people would allow us to define ourselves and let, it, let us be. And, uh, you know, I, I would I would love that people in the future, even the younger generations, that probably they, they are having more space, especially with the transgender identity, uh, they more and more 
are able to live their life as they really are. Well, Gail and Lizette, unfortunately, you know, they couldn't. And and I think this is this is something that is worth to to share as well as a message of this documentary. And that's why I think it's a it's a story of two uh, women that have lived an entire life and now they decided to share this story and it's going to be very useful for all of us also to watch and learn from the past. It's, it's you know, maybe it's a lot of things. Uh, I probably said a lot of things, but really, it's really also about that. No, lots, lots in there. And I agree that, I mean, it's a story about diversity and, well, society telling people how they should be on so many things, gender identity, bodies and sexuality and neurodivergence. And we could go, you know, we know all of them and do want to say though, that if there was anything triggering, particularly the mention of racism and again, well, in line with our theme, we have to discuss reality, but also how we discuss hope. Um, please reach out for support there if needed. Um, again, QLife 1-800-184-527 is one possible number to talk to. Um, I think it is you know, really important that we tell stories like these on so many angles, you, you know, right right on the button um, there. And, um, you know, important that we get it out there. Um, Trevor, though, the thing is um, it makes it, we do have to do the practical side of things come, come in that um, the film does need to um, get funding and support. And I think you're possibly the best person to talk about how we can um, support telling this important, well, I'll say yeah. sets of stories. Yep, absolutely. Well, we have in Australia, fortunately, uh, a very important institution called the Documentary Australia Foundation. Uh-huh. It's a foundation that was uh, came into being about eight years ago to support documentary filmmakers and programs and feature documentaries uh, and television programs like ours. And through that foundation, you can support programs that, take your fancy you know the subject matter takes your fancy the story takes your fancy the people in it uh you connect with in terms of the themes and stories about their lives and you can go to the documentary australia foundation website just google it documentary australia foundation and you can also connect with the the love of my life so if you Google Documentary Australia Foundation, The Love of My Life, you will see our web page. It's a page from which you can donate to the film. Any donation is 100% tax deductible. Right. So you put in 50 bucks, you get a 50 bucks tax deduction on your tax return. Um, we take donations, big and small. The bigger, the better, obviously, mm. from our point of view. Uh, so tax deductible, you can find out absolutely everything about the film, the story, more about Gail and Lizette, more about Francesca, more about myself and where the film is going to be screened. So it's a sort of package, if you like, to promote the film, but also to uh, try and fund the film through donations. And it's a fantastic organisation, the Documentary Australia Foundation. You'll see a whole range of really significant films, whether it's to do with the environment and ecology or social inclusion or Indigenous rights, Indigenous stories. They're all there. And ours is just another, I shouldn't say just another, but it is another important story within the the uh, the context of the Foundation's work in terms of supporting filmmakers and supporting stories that need to be told. 
you know, they, these are stories that need to get out there um, to audiences. And the only way that they can get out there is with support through this foundation. Of course, the ABC is putting in a small amount of money as well, which is great. Um, and anybody who wants to donate, you've got a guaranteed outcome of an audience on, on ABC TV. Yeah, well, well, I think there's pl- plenty in that. And definitely, you know, look... Um as you say, plenty of documentaries. Um, we need all of them telling those human stories. And, yep, a big tick to Documentary Australia um, for um, supporting this and the great work that they do because, you know, we also, you know, it supports independent media in a sense in terms of filmmaking, and that's an important... Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're supporting independent media by supporting us. Well, we, dare I say, we at 3CR love independent media. Yeah, well, I love 3CR too. I've done a lot of of interviews on 3CR over the years, and I think it's a fantastic organisation, fantastic radio station, and I love doing interviews on it. Well, um, I think I've just got a. I think I've just got a promo now for the station. <laughs> um, totally un- and totally not. Um, totally um, no wrestling um, premeditated. There, that was totally spontaneous. Pet listeners of all genders. Um, but um, yeah, you know, look, I, we do need this range of media. I mean, media diversity is a big debate in Australia as well. But you know, so many um, you know great films on there, and we do need it. And to support that filmmaking um, is just. Is, is so important and so yeah again i'll pop the, i'll pop the link to um the um, film site which has that um how you can support into the podcast of today's show as well um and something came through my mind as you were talking there and of course it's had to go out the other side because it does but um you know it is you know it is so important oh i know what it was um so you said it was it's um ABC is committed to screening lots of um, queer stuff during World Pride next year. Do you ha- do we have a sort of exact um, date and time yet, or we sort of that's t- TBA as they say? It's TBA, um, but I've been told it's late February, um, March. So it could be early March or mid March, and and it co- coincides with um, Mardi Gras in Sydney and. I hope your listeners know that um, Sydney's the focus of World Pride 2023 and it's going to be a very, very big event, mm-hmm. um, much much bigger than the normal Mardi Gras. So it would it, be great to be on the ABC within that sort of global programming context. Yep. Well, absolutely. We'll be very big um, to get that in there. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch, and as soon as we have more details on that and other things that are being screened, we'll yeah, let we, we'll know. definitely come back to you with a screening date, and and maybe we can, you know, you'll be able to see the program and uh, before it goes to air, and maybe we can do another interview with you. <laughs> Sounds like a winner to me. Um, yeah. You know, sort of, um, if the timing works out, um, I'll of course be um, having a. Um, to quote Cliff Richard, a summer holiday um, probably throughout January, but I should be back in time in February um, <laughs> yeah. for cool. um, to do an interview um, before it goes to air, which will just work out nicely. Um, yeah. So, um, and just check in. Anything else that anyone else wants to add about anything to do with the film? Any thoughts that came to mind? And it was like, oh, really want to mention that? Or have we? I think we've got it pretty well covered. Mm. I'd just like to thank you, Sally, for having us on your show. It's been amazing. I've worked with you before with uh, another organisation, which we really love. Mm-hmm. But you are so good at this, and we're so happy to be on your show. Love it. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and, yep, um, it's always good to be 
dare I say, standing by each other. Um, let's stand by us. Um, that's that's not that's not an in joke, is it? Um, seriously, it is really good. And um, I just I wanted to thank actually Joe from Three CR who tipped me off about the film and when um, he met um, Francesca. Um, and that's how this interview came about. So the three CR crew. Yeah, thank working you, Joel. Together. Yeah, good, good human as they as they say nowadays. So um, teamwork and community media and community all working together. That's what we need. Well, yeah. I'll let you get to well, what is now your Sunday afternoon and wherever you are on which country you are. Um, if we've got it covered, and just um, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, and if we've got it covered, um, I'll go to, I think, an appropriate track um, from one of my favourite bands, um, The Eagles, um, which was first released on their Hell Freezes Over album, and it's Timothy B. Schmidt on lead vocals for Love Will Keep Us Alive. You're on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moo Mullican, Lefty Vazell, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it off your Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand, out of the pan, 
with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And thanks to Gail, Lizette, Trevor and Francesca for the interview. And once again, thanks to Joe from 3CR for putting us all in touch. Um, we heard two tracks. Two. I went a bit Richie Mano there, didn't I? Um, and um, um, from prior to the messages, um, not quite country as per Hillbilly Fever, but um, two love songs. Or um, Afterglow was the, crowded, um, was the Crowded House album for I Am In Love, which was a compilation um, released in 1999 of tracks that, you know, sometimes where bands call record 13 tracks and the 13th track is still just as good but doesn't quite make it onto an album and other tracks that were going to be on Woodface before Tim Finn got involved. And prior to that, the Eagles from their 1994 comeback album, Hell Freezes Over and Love Will Keep Us Alive. Well, it's a bit of a Casey Kasem. Well, dedica- it's our long-distance dedication to Gail and Lizette. Um, there's been some news during the week, and this is most welcome because um, yours truly has been a bit of a grumpy panda on the fact that the federal government hasn't doesn't seem to have done a lot on LGBTIQA plus since being elected, but um, declaring an interest as Treasurer of Just Equal Australia, Australia's community-based advocacy group, Just Equal Australia, has been pushing for this, and it looks like we're going to get forward, we'll say at least three steps out of four, so to speak. Um, in 2000, let's give the back, and this is in relation to workplace protection, um, include um, greater workplace protection inclusion for in relation to the attributes of gender identity but as that is currently defined, um, noting that intersex is not my lived expertise, intersex status. I'll explain what that's about. So 2013, we finally got national anti-discrimination law covering gender identity, intersex status and sexual orientation. Sexual orientation had already been in Fair Work Act at the federal level um, and um, uh, had um, therefore was all right. But because the federal law... Um, and Sex Discrimination Act was amended to include these three attributes. It was actually for the trivia buffs the night before Kevin Rudd took back the leadership from Julia Gillard. Maybe things got a bit rushed, and these the two extra attributes were not included in the Fair Work Act. So um, we've had this sort of inconsistency, which could potentially be a loophole. Now, of course, trans and intersex people, to keep the language simple, deserve protection under federal law. So Just Equal Australia, Australia's community-based advocacy group, has been campaigning for this for some time, and it was announced on um, Thursday that the federal government, as part of um, amendments to the Fair Work Act, will finally be fixing this up. just makes it consistent, makes it harder for employers to wriggle out of things. Um, Yours truly is quoted that um, it sends a message to protect trans and gender-diverse people, and Cody Smith from... um, um, who's an intersex advocate, also involved in Just Equal, and who's been on this show. Um, however, does talk from the intersex point of view that it won't protect all people with innate variations of sex characteristics, and it would be more ideal if um, the um, the attribute in the um, Sex Discrimination Act was changed to variation of sex characteristics, not intersex status, to be fully inclusive. And I don't really see why we can't do both at the same time. So that's why I call it three steps out of four. But it's been, um, on that sense, a good week. There's also been announcements in the federal budget for funding, mental health funding for LGBTIQA+. And recently um, there was an announcement by um, the Social Security Minister that, um, as well as well during the week, there had been announcements on um, um, gender equity. But it seems there's also been some announcements 
on um, a difficult issue, content note, just mentioning family violence, family violence um, of um, in relation to um, LGBTIQA plus from Social Services Minister Amanda Richworth. So we've had some proactive announcements at last. So, well, two and a half wins there, but unfortunately one that isn't, and we haven't got a good reason why, is that um, um, the unfortunately the government in the Senate uh, combined with the Liberal Party to vote down amendments on um, an appointing an LG, federal LGBTIQA plus commissioner, the rough equivalent of the position in Victoria now held by Todd Fernando and previously by Roe Allen. And to quote Ian Chappell of cricket commentary fame, that's a real disappointment there and um, really um, is not acceptable. And Labor saying, oh, well, it's not the right time to deal with it. Well, when is? And when are we going to get on with it? When are we going to consult with rainbow communities and allies and get this sorted out? And so, yeah, not really good enough. So, But at least some little wins getting on the board, which we very much need. Um, so very, very welcome. Um, what else has been happening um, of recent note? It was Give Out Day a few weeks ago. Lots of money raised for lots of good organisations, um, which is incredibly welcome. And thanks to generous people who supported all sorts of rainbow organisations. That's incredibly welcome. Um, so, yeah, little rays of sunlight gosh knows we need them but of course we need a well clearer skies altogether um do want to mention that um, of course we're coming up in the next few weeks to um um on november 20th um so three weeks from today is trans day of remembrance and it's always can't want to say always it can often be mixed feelings at this time of the year for trans people families and supporters we need to acknowledge Trans Day of Remembrance, and as long as there is human decency, I hope we do, um, because it is an important day on the trans calendar, but it can also be a time where it brings up emotions where we remember those trans people we've lost, not just due to trans hate crimes, but uh, memories of those who have left us, um, whether for other reasons that it will say are too early, or for just because they've left us, and so we do remember our trans loved ones on that day. But a busy lineup um in relate sort of I think indirectly fair to say at least indirectly in relation to that coming up on three CR, including out of the pan, because uh next week I'll be having Rebecca from Trans Pride March Melbourne on the show. Um so that's November um she'll be on the show next week, November six. And then on the November the thirteenth is the Trans Pride March and um, pretty much locked in, but we're just um, finalising some details that 3CR will be doing a live broadcast, including on this show, from the Trans Pride March, which I think is a good idea, and um, it will go for about four hours from 12 to 4, including um, Queering the Air. Thank you to Freedom of Species and Rotations for um, having a breather for a week to um, let us um, do our things. Um, so... Um, really, really important thanks to 3CR for um, moving very quickly on this. So, yeah, just about locked in. Keep your ears um, glued, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically, that is, to um, 3CR for all the news. Um, of course, state election coming up. Um, interesting to see what happens there. I mean, most people are predicting a Labor win of some degree, but it's going to be a question of degree because will people turn to Teals and other independents? 
um, you know, where will it go? Um, you know, sort of are people not happy with the state liberals um, and particularly on LGBTIQA plus issues? I haven't, um, there was a candidates forum um, or um, sort of briefing. If it hasn't happened, it's on the way. I just lost track of things a bit. But we'll keep you in touch with information that comes out of that, put on by the Victorian Pride Lobby. So lots of things um, going on um, um, on the sort of um, the issues front, um, but also lots of things happening around the community. Um, Polyvic Social, um, Queer TV on Bent TV this Friday. Um, and coming up, um, we're getting underway, is the Out in the Open Festival, and I'll be heading up to the Out in the Open um, Carnival Day on Saturday the 11th. And, well, declaring another interest, um, it's a bit exciting, but um, um, Trans Family, with which I'm involved, is um, involved in a... Um, has been nominated for a City of Melbourne Award, which is, um, very, as um, Effie from Acropolis now used to say, very excitement. Uh, lots um, in the queer category, lots of great entries in there, um, but just nice to be nominated. And I think it's very good that these sorts of things happen. There's a whole range of interesting community um, sort of happenings happening, um, if I can vandalise the language in that way. Um, and it's great that the Melbourne Awards um, do um, sort of promote that and give recognition. Sometimes pet causes don't get um, the sort of um, recognition they do. So whether it's awards or documentaries, really, really good to have all those things, um, you know, sort of... Um, you know, getting the recognition, and um, lots happening in the bi community as well. We I hinted at stand by us um, videos um, um, or recordings of some of the more panel discussions are gradually going up on the stand by us YouTube channel. Um, one's already up there about being in inverted commas straight passing in bi relationships and what that means. That's certainly a big issue. Check that one out. Really, really good, um, and. Um, you know, there is sort of a lot happening at the grassroots of our communities. So um, keep in touch and always find stuff. Um, you know, pretty much all sorts of things searchable all over the web um, if you can um, so to have a look for and enjoy. And, of course, um, lots of queer radio on 3CR. Mustn't forget that. Um, James within your face from 4 till 5 on Friday. As I say, queering the air 3 till 4 on Sundays. I forgot to thank the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 11 till noon, and Freedom of Species um, coming up um, as soon as this show ends, um, currently in around six minutes' time. Um, or if you're not listening live, you can catch that on podcast or repeat um, the latter for about four weeks. So, yeah, plenty of stuff coming up. Um, on the Nothing to do with Queer Front, but I have got my Richmond Pride jumper on because... Um, I don't have to head 500 kilometres to Mildura to get to an AFLW match involving Richmond this week. I can head around five kilometres from the 3CR studios and be at Arden Street um, for Richmond North Melbourne at around 3.10 in plenty of time. So definitely see you there this afternoon. Hope the weather holds off. Um, And I'll definitely be at um, um, Colin Hayes' performance this coming Friday. And Colin, if you someone passed my letter on to you, please answer. That's kind of important. Seriously, um, I'm really looking forward to that. He's an amazing singer-songwriter um, and raconteur and troubadour and all those sorts of things. So I'm really looking forward to enjoying that. In that light, I'll end the show today with a track from Colin Hayes' album, which, thanks to Discogs, a site where you can buy second-hand CDs and vinyl, 
I got a CD version of his album, Wayfaring Sons, and here's a track that um, I always liked uh, from that album when it came out in the early 90s um, called Into My Life. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Thanks once again to Gail, Claire, Francesca and Trevor for being on the show. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Carpet stained with my red wine I've been staring at the fire I keep on looking at the time I'm waiting on you I can hear the howling wind Yes, the sound is getting higher As the night is closing in I'm waiting on you To my life